Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code SPOTIFY for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. What's up, Unchainers? Hope you guys are doing well and taking this quarantine in stride. This is very trying times to not just our economy, our health, but also our patience with dealing with uh, being closer to family all the time and everybody being on each other's nerves. Some are dealing it a lot better than others. I'm kind of in the middle. I feel like because of my routine before, now it's, uh, it's a new routine and it's a routine that I probably have to be adapted to for the next few months. So I can definitely relate to all you guys who are kind of adjusting to your new lifestyle Maybe until August, who knows, right? That's the, I think one of the most frustrating part as we are doing the social distancing to make sure that uh, this doesn't go out of hand. Uh, my sympathies for everyone that's living in New York, which is the hardest hit state within um, United States. And everybody, we do have an international cast of listeners. Uh, my hearts go out to you guys, please, you know, just listen to your government authorities and, and, and do your best to kind of keep a distance from from everybody and self-isolate and all this stuff. It is very important. I, I really do feel that we're all going to come out of this very differently, uh, but better prepared. If anything, uh, the virus is just really showcasing where our government is in terms of response, right? Um, we've been basically sleeping, uh, for a while, uh, taking advantage of our, our spoils, and uh, it, uh, it, it's if there was ever a good angle to look at this, it's that we are having such a economical and health and everything um, situation that we're we're able to actually be better, better prepared next time when something much, much worse uh, can happen to all the countries in the world. So uh, hang in there, guys. Um, it, it feels like good news or we're not at the worst yet, but at least it feels like we can start seeing the light at the end of the tunnel. I, I would love to kind of hear you guys thoughts on this. Uh, please reach out um, with your own stories. Uh, hang out in the Discord channel. But uh, if anything, use this as the most productive time in the world, right? Uh, read a book, finish projects, better yourself uh, in any way possible. Advance in your career if you can. Uh, learn an extra skill set uh, for game development, right? This is the perfect time to concentrate on yourself and, and just work out bad habits, and on top of that, you know, take care of your health. Uh, it is one of the reasons why I think this episode is perfect uh, for this time in need. Uh, this is an interview done with Zhang Shangchen. Uh, hopefully I pronounce his name right. I, I know within this episode, I pronounce it many times wrong. And he's a bright young man. He's a solo indie AAA developer. What does that mean? He created a AAA game by himself, essentially. 
I'm super impressed by this guy. He's 23 years old, and I think he represents uh, an ushering a new generation of game developers that we all have to watch out for, but also embrace because the tools and software and ideas are, are at the grasp of our hand. It's something I've been talking about the last five years. It's getting easier. And to get your ideas across from paper to release on Steam. And this man, this young man have... Uh, performed that he has shown that and is is i think hitting uh his story is hitting all mediums uh across it because it's so compelling um he's a young developer in china and had an idea and balancing between his full-time job he was able to kind of crank out this game and if you look on his steam page which is in early access bright memory it's doing really well with reviews people who are buying are loving it and he's getting great coverage, deservingly so. So I had him on the show, and this is probably uh, a non-conventional episode. He, his native tongue is Chinese, uh, doesn't speak too much English. So we had a translator on, Kevin, who uh, thankfully came on to kind of help the conversation going. And despite all those um, trouble, it wasn't trouble at all. It, it went pretty smoothly. And I had a great time uh, talking through Kevin to Zhang. And uh, I, I think we got uh, a lot of answers there to kind of help you guys focus and crank out that idea. Uh, it, it's something that personally, I'm, I'm in my own personal uh, journey of trying to make my own game, right? Uh, recently been pulled in other directions but essentially if the idea and the desire is is at all-time high if i really wanted it uh to become so i could and i should and after talking to the zang it completely motivated me to move things along for many years now you know i've been in and out and forming teams to create an indie game uh just been kind of Disappointed, really, because it is a lot harder uh, to kind of have people sign on to your idea and um, and and prioritize it enough to make it work without everybody quitting the job, right? Quitting the job and making there's there's a reasoning why that can work because everyone's life sort of depends on it. But when it becomes a side project, it becomes less and less priority right but after the talk to the saying it just makes me feel like man it's time it's time to execute because here's a person that that have done it that showed that uh it can be done really well you don't have to sacrifice quality in any way as long as you are dedicated you have all the time in the world to create something uh in all discipline and it looks great man it looks like a triple a game and you have no idea that it's made by one person. So uh, after listening to this episode, go check it out. Or while you're listening, type in Bright Memory, man. Check it out on Steam. Uh, and uh, if anything, uh, listen to this podcast. But go check in the links for this podcast to look at the interview recorded for this. Because I do show clips of the, the game itself um, throughout the interview. Aside from that, I want to thank our Patreon supporters, uh, patreon.com forward slash blues champs. 
helps to keep the light on, man. It helps keep me motivated. It helps me delivering content and playing with ideas. It's the number one source for this podcast. As you guys are listening, you know, it's free. There's a reason why, because I want to get the information out there to you guys, but it really helps. It really helps that you guys want to contribute anyway. And I want to call out the, uh, the contributors uh, and supporters right now. So Andy, thank you for contributing. John, thank you for contributing. Joseph Davis, Sam TP, uh, you guys are awesome. So these guys are members uh, and are uh, giving uh, and donating their hard-earned money to the podcast by going again to patreon.com forward slash blue champs. And the perks are always building right now, early access to all these episodes. Uh, and in addition, the exclusive podcast, Life Unchained, which is a longer version of that, a more permanent version of that, where I talk about the lessons learned from the podcast, from gdux.me, and actually applying it to and seeing actually how it works, right? So that's about it. Uh, super excited about this episode. Uh, again, please excuse uh, that there will be some Chinese uh, speaking <laughs> in this one. And that's only because, you know, our guest is Chinese and he's more comfortable in speaking Chinese. But we do have a translator uh, to kind of help with that. So stay tuned. It's super educational. What's up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of Game Dev Unchained, the number one game development podcast about game development and uh, the lifestyle thereof. I am your host, Brandon Pham, and I am joined by not just one, but two special guests, uh, uh, a very talented solo developer, Jen Chen Chen. Oh, man, I'm getting nervous. So I'm going to give you a chance to kind of... Uh, introduce yourself so i don't butcher it any further and of course we are doing something special here uh jen cheng is from china and i'm gonna cue him in right now but uh we have a translator uh kevin uh, as well that's gonna help us get this conversation going how are you guys doing uh uh it's a bit late over there, so after this, he's probably going to have a bit of a rest. <laughs> well, I want to thank you both for uh, coming on. We had a slight technical difficulty. I'm kind of covering Ken, Kevin's face in the back here. But we're going to do our best. So this is the part of the podcast, uh, Cheng, uh, that uh, we let you introduce yourself to our audience out there of who you are, where you're from, and where you're heading. Uh, you can introduce uh, I am from China. I am from Guangxi. 对，然后我目前是在进行独立游戏的一个开发工作。我今年是二十三岁。I uh, used to work as um, a game developer for a company, and uh, I am now twenty-three this year. 
，对，然后目前正在开发一款射击游戏，就是《Bright Memory》这款游戏的呃一个更新，包括《Bright Memory Infinite》的光明记无限的后续的一个版本，现在目前正在紧张的制作过程中。Uh, I am now an independent game developer, currently working on the A、uh, game called Bright Memory,、uh, including the full release of the game Bright Memory Infinite, which I'm currently、uh, very busily working on. 对，目目目前呃，介绍到就就这些。对 ，Yeah, that's about it. That's perfect, man. Um, I think I'll try to talk as slowly as possible, which I think a lot of viewers and listeners have have tuned in for a while have、uh, are going to find this a, a different pace. So、uh, I'm bringing you on, of course, because Bright Memory has been trending. It's been on everyone's mind, and、uh, I think your being the solo developer has been very inspiring. And I think it's a new、um, trending thing that is happening right now, where s- smaller teams are able to push out、uh, the AAA quality that you have pushed out. Was this something that you've always wanted to do, or is it just something that you just Fell into. Ah,、uh, this bright memory of the game, 好像越来越红，很多人开始越来越觉得很不可思议，是一个人做出来的。然后现在那个游戏的世界都是好像很喜欢的一些很小的呃公司，或者是一两个人做出来的游戏。我们想问你一下，嗯、你是怎么决定要一个人发展这个游戏？嗯，这个呃，首先我。个人认为，一个人开发的话会更自由一些。对，呃、uh, ，a big part of it comes from the freedom of being a solo developer and、uh, having that creative freedom。对，然然后其次就是，呃，除了更自由，还能去把控制作游戏的很多一些细节，就是，呃，例如我比较喜欢去制作一些镜头啊、灯光啊，或者是一些艺术。上面的一些东西都是想，呃，就是游戏的开发的种种的流程都想进行自己的一个把控在里面。对。Uh, I really like the control that I have over all these small details that I really want to na-、uh, narrow down, including the lighting, the camera directions, and all those、uh, finer points that、um, I really appreciate having my individual control over. 对，这这个是呃。这就这个原因让我去想去进行一个独立开发，当然这是一个呃非常困难的一件事情，所以现在也是在呃不停的在学习如何去独立开发一款这种大型的游戏，或者说是呃类似三 A 级别的游戏，对，还在学习中。嗯 ，I think that creative control is the biggest reason. Of course, it has been quite difficult being a solo developer.、Uh, there's been a lot of challenges、uh, with developing such a big AAA type of game. But、um, I'm learning as I go, and it's been a really great experience. Fantastic! So right now, I'm kind of showing bright memory as viewers are are watching, and、uh, if you're listening to the podcast, I, I definitely recommend for everyone to kind of click through and and actually watch the great work that you've been putting into this. My question. Would be about.、Uh, did you try to kind of put a small team together before going solo? Ah,、uh, 你有没有试着去找一些人来帮忙你做一个啊啊、uh, uh, 
找一个团队来帮忙你，或者是找一些人来啊、呃、帮忙你做这个游戏。嗯，对，这个想法当时有过，但是呃，当时我开发 Bright Memory 是在工作的业余时间，所以说会更偏向于独立制作一些。当然后面呃后面还比如说类似下一款作品的话，可能会去寻求一些。呃，其他的一些团队人员去帮助，但是《Bird's Memory》这款游戏的话，呃，尽量尽可能是由我个人去独立完成剩下的工作。呃、uh, ，I did that. I thought did cross my mind, but when I first already started making the game in pre-production and in the early development, I was already doing it by myself, and I figured I'd see that through. Um, for bigger projects or for the larger parts of the future of um the games I make, I may. We'll probably branch out and look for a team or individuals to come help. But for Bright Memory, especially, I really want to see it through on my own. So, as you were、uh, beginning this project, what was your focal skill set, and what did you have to branch out and learn to complete this project? 你开始发展这个游戏的时候，你本身有的那些呃。你本身知道的东西有哪一些呃软体，或者是知道用哪一些呃软件，然后你有需要去找什么，或者学什么新的呃呃新的东西？嗯、呃，对你这个问题，其实呃是一直存在的，就是难难题这个问题是一直存在的，所以也是通过了将近九年的游戏开发。对我是在二零。一一年进行游戏的首次的一个开发创作，然后在过程中也遇到呃很多问题，然后对，可以可以先说这些，嗯，后面再细说，嗯，好，呃、uh, ，it has a that's been a constant, uh, it's been very difficult in terms of picking up new skills. I do have about nine years of development since uh 二零一，你说二零一一年。Uh, 二零一 two thousand since two thousand eleven uh two thousand eleven I have about nine years of game development、uh, background so I did have some preset skills already but it's still been a pretty difficult path learning uh new things. 对，所所以之后在学习，比如说 Unreal 的时候，会会遇到了很多问题。然后当时也是在 Unreal 的论坛进行一些浏览，看一下呃别人是如何解决的，然后。呃，其实最多的问题主要还是在于是边选边做，就是有很多东西你不知道怎么去解决，因为你是第一次接触，比如接入 Unreal 这个引擎，所以就是需要经过很长一段时间的开发，然后从中获得一些解决方法的一个渠道，对，之后就慢慢的把这个和。A big part of it was、uh, kind of learning the ins and outs of Unreal and that particular game engine, and kind of troubleshooting and learning how to do the ins and outs of that engine, and essentially figuring out a problem, a lot of problem-solving issues with it、uh, in terms of scripting and the like. But、um, that's kind of been the learning process of kind of learning what works and what doesn't work with Unreal. Was there was Unreal from the get go the engine that you had in mind, or you think of Unity, and、um, 
if you were thinking about other engines, why Unreal at the end? Ah, you start to just know you want to use Unreal, or you want to think about using other platforms to develop this game. Um, um. Ah, ah. 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 Ah, 对于 Unity， 它需要写很多的代码，写很多的那个 code， 所以就不太适合我美术生。之后就找到了 Unreal 这个引擎 ，Unreal 它拥有蓝图系统 ，Blueprint 蓝图，然后它可以帮助开发者很轻松的去实现一些功能。Uh, I initially looked at Unity 3D， but a lot of、uh, Unity requires a lot of really complicated coding.、Um, Unreal. I ended up settling on because it has a lot of the built-in blueprints and a lot of like kind of the ease of use that allows a de-、um, an indie developer such as myself to really、um, go through much easier and with a much easier barrier for entry. As you were looking at that, can you kind of paint a global、um, picture of the development of Bright Memory, just in terms of how long was pre-production development? And to a point where you're 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 finally able to share and promote. Like, what was that、uh, timeline? Ah,、uh, 你可不可以跟我们解释啊、uh, 介绍一下你做这个游戏的要每一个怎么讲？做这做这个游戏有哪一些部门？一直到你可以介绍这个游戏啊， uh, 让大家知道这个游戏是什么种游戏啊？嗯、uh, ，你这个从开始到现在，你有哪一些地方？嗯，是说开发的流程，还是说工作的流程？对对，流程是吧？流程。OK， 呃，最早的话是先接触的场景美术这一块，然后之后才学习的呃 level designer 关卡设计，然后到后面的程序，然后这一块是。呃，进行一个循序渐进的一个学学习方式吧，就是先保证自己能把游戏的场景给搭建出来，然后之后再考虑游戏的玩法，之然后最后去进行代码的一个编写，然后融入到这个游戏中。所以说，呃，因为我刚刚说是作为美术，所以说在场景上面我会下很多功夫去刻画。So it initially started with a lot of the environmental stuff, making sure we can get the environments right before we moved into the uh, game, uh, the actual game side of it, and then making sure that all that worked together as well as the coding for it.、Uh, before I really kind of narrowed down the idea of、um, the characters and everything else, a lot of my focus was on the environmental aspect, as that has taken up the、uh, largest portion of my、um, of the production schedule.、Um, Before we、uh, were, I was comfortable with kind of showing off the game,、um, making sure everything looked the way I wanted it to, and interacted the way I wanted it to, and played the way I wanted it to. So, what was the、um, main inspiration for Bright Memory? That、um, as far as your pre-production, I'm, I'm sure this is an idea that you had for a while, and, and finally wanted to just go with it, right? Um, what were the games that really heavily influenced Bright Memory? 
。呃，做这个 Bright Memory 这个游戏，你有哪些别的游戏是你拿来用你的启发、你的想象的做这个游戏？嗯，嗯首先是我最喜欢的游戏《Call of Duty》。然后在 Call of Duty 上面，我会去参考它的一些射击手感，就是开火了一些反馈。然后之后我会融入一些，因为刚开始 By Memory 它的定位是一个呃 First Person Shooter Game 加 Action ACT 动作类型的一个游戏定位，所以在呃后面参考了像呃子弹风暴，就是 Bullet Store。以及那个 Shadow Warrior 这些游戏受到了很大的一个启发。对，呃、uh, ，It probably all started with my favorite game, which is、uh, Call of Duty, and I really looked at a lot of the、uh, shooting mechanics of that game and the gameplay mechanics before I started looking at、uh, other aspects of games like Bullet Storm and、uh, Shadow Warrior, and kind of brought in a lot of the、uh, different elements of those games that really inspired、uh, kind of the way、uh, Bright Memory ended up becoming. I see.、Um, my next question is, of course,、uh, the biggest biggest thing, especially this year, right? With everything、uh, COVID related,、um, has it affected your、uh, marketing plans and development plans? It seems like Brad Memory is pretty much done at this point. Did it、uh, make you pivot to another strategy、uh, because of this unexpected thing? 呃、uh, ，因为今年真的是很很多很奇怪的事情开始啊，很多那个 Corona 的那些问题在中国 ，especially。然后我们想问你一下，那个 Corona 现在有没有有发出什么困难对你，或者是要你啊想象的中变什么？你要卖这个游戏，或者是啊跟人家讲介绍这个游戏，有没有 Corona 有没有把你那个？呃、uh, ，你本来要做的变，嗯，就是呃，病毒对游戏的一个影响是否会有，对吧？对，有没有什么影响？啊，呃，这一块其实有好的也有坏的。像好的一方面的话，就是更多人的在家中可以在 Steam 上面购买到我们的游戏，就是在呃这个新型冠状病毒发。就是在中国爆发的时候，我们的那个 Steam 的销量是成倍上涨的，然后这一块是一个比较好的一个趋势。当然，呃，另一方面，这是坏坏的方面的话，就是可能，呃，我们的海外发行商，像那个他们在 GDC GDC 的时候有一个线下会展，在那个 GDC 的那个会议酒店旁边，像这个问题的话就。已经取消掉了，所以说我们没办法去在在那个线下进行媒体的一个游戏展示，只能在互联网上发布视频。对，呃、uh, ，I think there's been both good and bad. Uh, one of the good things about it was that more people are have to stay at home and have more、uh, time to essentially uh be exposed to and play the game. Um, uh, in China after the、uh, initial quarantine, the amount of Steam users rise almost uh ex- quite exponentially. So it's a lot more exposure and time online for people to be exposed and play the game. Um, however, the bad, of course, would be um our in-person exposure at uh conventions like GDC. That has all been cancelled, and、um, our inability to really market the game in that way has really uh, hindered um, 
the marketing of the game in that particular sense. So there's been a great focus on the online space in terms of the marketing. Fantastic. Um, speaking of marketing, I, I kind of want to ask more about a lot of the work is obviously coming up with the quality uh, that is bright memory and having something ready to show. How, when did it really take a, a turn in momentum? How did you get started in getting your exposure? How, how did you get your name out there? Did you just start showing demos? What was your idea behind that and experience behind that? How did it all happen? Uh, 在GDC都可以让人家看到这个游戏 也是因为游戏的发售在Steam上面 也联系了很多的一些媒体进行采访，以及一些宣传稿的发布，所以他同时我们的发行商在GDC也会有那个线下展示，对，所以当时是也是帮争取到了一个机会，但是比较可惜就是这个病毒的问题没有在线下得到一
the game itself. Uh, many of the smaller developers, uh, game developers, and uh, development developers, many times the most difficult is because they do many different jobs in developing this game. Uh, in developing this game. So we we want to ask you, uh, have you started to be more simple? You can do many different jobs, and uh, uh, start to be more familiar with different jobs. Many small jobs, many small jobs. 嗯，这这个就是刚刚说在呃二零一一年的时候，就是刚接触这个时候，当时就是在首先是研究场景，因为我是美术出身，所以在研究场景。然后其次就是像一些呃灯光啊、镜头啊，这个都是呃进行那个很长时间的一个训练，等于说。所以说在呃，其实如果说比较小的工作还有很多了，例如说那个一些呃。设计设计方面的呀，或者是说呃代码呀，如何去呃去优化游戏，以及反正等等等等很多工作。然后这方面的话，呃，事实上还是有一个经验积累，当然也有很多呃软件帮帮助我啊。具体什么，后面我再说一下，可以先先说这些。嗯，好，呃、uh, ，我 When I first started uh in 2011, uh the only Uh, kind of job I was really a prof-、uh, really confident in was my and the environmental design as that was my specialty and a lot of it was kind of learning all these new jobs and just continuously、uh, learning of all these different mechanics like the lighting and the camera direction and the actual gameplay and coding.、Um, before long, it was、um, a really big challenge of just kind of learning all these different programs, but. Uh, a lot of the、um, kind of available programs that are available to developers now have really streamlined and made that、uh, kind of learning process much easier. Um, uh, for example, Unreal. From Unreal, it provides a lot of functionality. Like Unreal, it has a animation system. It is just we need to program it to control some paths and animate some animation. 有 Quaxo 这个公司的一些扫描材质啊，三 D 扫描材质可以帮助我更好的去做很精细的一些场景。然后其次是像动画软件 Revolution 他们的公司旗下的一些软件可以帮助我很快的去做角色。对，然后还有一些 Substance 啊，或者是说呃 Adobe 他们的一些。就是会有很多软件去帮助我去把很这些很小的工作去呃去实现，因为有一些呃有一些事情一个人来做其实是比较困难的一件事情，所以说这些呃软件各大大小小的软件结合在一起帮，帮帮助我成就了很多一些事情。对。Yeah. Uh, so Unreal was probably the biggest help in terms of just kind of making everything as smooth and easy as possible.、Um, programs like Reillusion, Substance,、uh, Substance, Adobe, and others really just kind of streamline a lot of like the minute,、um, small kind of busy work jobs of making everything nice and look and feel the way I want it to. And it really helped with a lot of these programs that it takes a lot of the、uh, hard and busy work out of it and just kind of streamlines everything. So it's really Uh, as easy as possible for a single、um, individual developer like myself. So all these programs have been a huge help in、um, kind of making sure the workflow is as、uh, smooth as possible and isn't、um, as laborious as it could be. 
So uh, I would like to kind of go into the details. Um, can you kind of give the viewers out there a glimpse of um, what your daily routine looked like from the beginning, right? Um, and nearer to the end, what was the main difference? Because at the beginning, you were doing a lot of research, like you were mentioning. At the end, it felt like you were getting a better handle of the process. Uh, if you can kind of give us, even to the point of waking up, when did you? What was your uh, main meat of the day that you got a lot of work done, and how did that change? That kind of a glimpse, if possible. Um, you can just again, we know your. 你每天你醒过来到你去睡觉的时候，你一个一天的工作是看起来好像怎么样？呃，对，这个的话其实可以说每一年三百六十五天当中，除了有必要的外出，基本上都会在家中进行游戏的一个开发，等于说呃，我平
呃 ，bright mem bright memory 刚刚立项的时候，就是还没确定 bright memory 它到底是一个什么样的游戏，就是没有确定呃这款游戏的玩法呀，或者它剧情啊没有确定，所以当时就是觉得呃不不是很想做独立游戏，因为比较累呃，但是后面是因为呃我会经常去。浏览一些呃游戏媒体都能，但是就能看到很多和你一样的独立游戏开发者他在做一些东西，所以说我会当时就就是觉得自己可能不能落后，对，就还是想去重新去努力去开发，然后现在一直促使我去这么努力去制作，还呃主要还是呃有一些开发者和我一样的开发者，可能他们。也在努力去做，所以自己也想把自己作品呃做好，就是不能落后嘛。因为每次看到他们开发者做的作品，可能都非常好。对，就是也许有一部分的设计内容已经超过了我自己的技术，所以说我也想去啊、呃、追求这些独立开发者的一些技术。对，所以每天呃都会保持去不，如果不是。去开发的话，例如像周末，我可能会去呃休息一下，但那时候我也会用休息时间去学习学习引擎的知识 ，Unreal 的知识，学习一些呃更好的一些技术。对，呃、uh, ，Of course there were times when, especially in 2015, when things were a bit um difficult at uh my work, that I kind of started slacking a little bit on the game. Uh, times when um. When the game was in pre-development, when I wasn't quite sure what direction I wanted to take the game, where I didn't feel as motivated to really work on it. However,、um, a big part of helping motivate me was seeing other、uh, individual developers or one-man teams, development teams, really kind of making these incredible games, and that really motivated me to kind of want to continue on my own path and kind of not. Uh, in a sense, let these guys down or kind of fall behind to these people. So,、uh, somewhat of that competitive spirit kind of、um, is what really keeps pushing me forward. And even times when I want to、uh, take a break, I use that time to kind of keep looking at the potential of what I could do with Unreal Engine and kind of inspiring myself to keep、uh, moving forward with this development and not wanting to fall behind all these other one-man development teams that have made amazing games. I want to.、Um, Make sure that I kind of don't let them down, and they've been a huge motivator for me,、um, kind of keeping me,、uh, keeping that drive up in、uh, moving forward with Bright Memory. Yeah, healthy competition is always the best、um, motivator for sure. My my next question is actually, you were mentioning softwares that have been helping,、uh, like Substance and Unreal. Are there other particular software that you felt like it would have been not impossible because you, you kind of strike me as a person that would figure it out, but made it a lot easier for you、uh, for this to kind of finish in the time that you finished? Uh, 你用来发展这个游戏的那些软件有哪些？你觉得是啊？ Uh, 你用来啊、uh, 是最重要、嗯，因为如果没有这些软件会。很困难，或者是嗯呃更难，如果没有那些软件。嗯嗯，是我刚刚说的 Unreal 和那个呃 Substance 都说过，那就不说了。然后呃，像其余的像 Revolution 旗下的一些像 Icron、Icron 以及它的还有 Character Creator Three CC 三，就是它的一个角色角色创造者，它这个软件可以就是。
像 Revolution 它旗下的 iCron 加 Kite Create Three 可以帮助我们快速的去制作一个角色模型。像这一个呃这个软件对我来说可以快速的去角制作角色模型以外，它的软件还带有脸部表情动画的一个生成功能。就我可以去做角色的对话情节在里面。如果是没有这款软件的话，可能在建模以及呃角色的表情制作上面会花费特别大的功夫。因为你想，你要知道，想去做到三 A 级别的这种对话情节是非常困难的一件事情。所以说，在 Revolution 旗下的这两两个软件是帮助我最多的一个。Uh, I already talked about Unreal and Substance and how important those were. So、um, I'm going to actually talk about、uh, Reillusion and specifically、uh, their iClone and Character Creator three、um, software.、Uh, with these two, I was able to basically streamline a lot of the、um, advanced character、uh, models and their facial animation with iClone and.、Um, Icon, especially, they have the、um, really advanced facial animation software built in that allows、uh, triple A quality、um, facial animations and lip sync technologies that really cut down on a lot of the time that would have been spent making、uh, and making these characters and these animations. So I think that has truly be, been、uh, invaluable in making sure、um, this aspect of the development didn't take. To egregiously long,、um, just having everything so readily、um, and easily accessible with、uh, iClone and Character Creator Three has been phenomenal. Oh, 请问他还是要介绍其他软件对吗 ？Oh, sorry about that. No, I'm sorry. No, I'm on mute. <laughs> sorry about that. 他不想听把他自己啊声音开掉，关掉。So、uh, the last couple of years, um, have been seeing a lot of、uh, new tools becoming available. It sounds like you spend a lot of your off time doing research, if not working on the game. Uh, Quixel Mexic scans is another thing. Has there been stuff like that in the last couple of years that you felt like, oh man, it, this would have been perfect for Bright Memory if I had it a little earlier? Because it sounds like you're almost wrapping up and done now. Uh, now you seem like you have finished the game, or at the end of the game, the development. 地方，所以我们想问一下，这个前两一两年有什么新的软件或者是软体出来？你觉你以为如果有了这个，会让发展这个游戏以前会更啊、呃、更简单，或者是更好？呃，他意思是说，这近两年呢，有什么软件可以帮助到呃游戏变得更好吗？还是对对对，对呃、近两年的话，就像 Quixel 他们的那个。扫描的那个扫描模型库 ，Unreal 它是呃和 Quixel 收收购了 Quixel 嘛，然后就是我们开发者可以用到很多一些写实的一些模型素材、3 D 建模，对包括一些呃八 K 分辨率的一些贴图材质，这样像这一块的话可以帮助呃，就你们可以看到 Bright Memory 和 Bright Memory Infinity 它们的画面区别其实非常大，对，所以说像。Infinity 就是用了 Quixel 他们的3 D 
少描建模材质这一块的话，是一个对于画质上的一个提升。然后其次是呃 ，Substance Substance 他们的一个最新的一个呃 Painter， 他们 Substance Painter 他们的话，对于 PBR 材质的最新的一个游戏库。呃，一些素材库它也和 Quaxo 一样进行了一个全面的升级，所以在做角色过程中会重会比较专注于用到 Substance Painter 这款软件，所以在呃角色的材质上，比如说想做呃角色的一些衣服的一些打打湿的效果，就下雨后湿淋淋的效果，或者是呃身上的一些泥巴污渍，包括武器也可以。也可以用 Substance Painter 进行一个呃，像上上面一些生生锈的一些痕迹啊，或者一些呃雨水打下来效果都可以。所以呃，这两款软件，我个人认为是在近两年的话，帮助 Brass Memory Infinity 提升最大的这两款软件。对，在画面上，呃、uh, ，I think the two that would have been really great would be uh the Unreal uh the new Unreal plugin Craxel that helps with a lot of the uh 3D modeling as well as the new Substance Panther that has a lot of the physics built in that can really help with uh things like the clothing or mud on a person or a weapon or the cracks of um the the ground. And the like. So these two programs and what they can bring to the table as far as the physics and the 3D models, as、uh, from 8K into all the minute details, have been probably the、uh, the two biggest and would have been、uh, and would, could still be really great for me. Are you on mute again? Yes. <laughs> Among those two things that、uh, you guys mentioned, that、uh, I'm definitely going to do more research on because I haven't really heard too much about.、Um, along the same vein, if you were to know what you know now、uh, versus when you started Bright Memory, what would you have done differently to kind of make it quicker, make it more streamlined, make it better? Uh, if you had to start from from scratch again, right now. Uh, you were. You now know. Uh, 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 you now know. 呃，我刚刚我这边网络不太好，可以再说一遍吗？呃，现在你知道了很多新的东西，嗯、因为你一直在发展这个游戏之啊、呃、的全部开始啊、呃，从开始到现在啊、呃，如果你需要再开始做这个游戏，从第一步开始，你会做什么东西不一样？嗯、所以发展的游戏会比较简单，比较快。呃，意思是说，呃。删除一些东西吗？还是让游戏？啊、如果你要啊，你对，如果你要重做这个游戏，现在你有比较多的怎么讲？呃，让我对不起，我现在也不记得这个字要怎么说啊、呃。你现在经验比较多，如果你需要回去再做这个游戏，嗯、你会怎么做？会先用你的现在有的经验？哦，这个是吧？嗯，对。其实像现在 b r e a t h Memory Infinite 的话，呃，整个游戏的框架
呃逻辑都进行了一个重新的一个处理。所以说，呃，在和 Bright Memory 1.0 版本比的话，它它对于 1.0 来说，它的一些构架呀、一些呃代码呀，都是呃全新进行一个编写。就是像以前写的话，会有很多的那个。优化问题就可能会导致一些帧率的不稳定，或者是说呃会导致游戏的崩溃。所以在重新制作上，有了之前的经验，后面再做的话会更清晰一些，思路会更清晰一些，然后呃速度也会更快一些。像呃除了代码方面，像美美术方面的话也是，就是呃刚开始会先制定一下场景的一些呃模型的一些。呃，三角面的一个总体数量，会帮助更好的去优化游戏的一个帧率，然后还能还能知道呃哪一些呃有隐形中哪一些东西它是比较占资源的，可以尽量不用。对，所以说呃有了之前的经历，现在再重新制作一款游戏的话，呃，对于速度来说，我觉得应该可以。帮助我提升两到三个月以前花费的一些精力。对，呃、uh, ，with bright、uh, memory infinite, I'm already kind of starting kind of with my experience from making bright memory. So I kind of have that already innately kind of、um, moving forward with that particular game. But I think the biggest thing would simply be the speed and efficiency of. What I now know,、uh, I now understand much more on how to use the different tools, as well as what、uh, I don't need to experiment with, or what parts of the engine or system I don't need to、uh, try or include in order to still produce the same product.、Um, a lot of it is just、um, kind of the coding and log-、uh, logistics that I don't need to worry about anymore because I now know them.、Uh, I think the biggest thing is that speed and efficiency of being able to produce.、Um, The、uh, result that I am looking for, and knowing now how to get that result、uh, much easier. And this actually brings me back to a point that the the I feel like aside from the game looking great,、uh, one of the biggest stories out of this is that you're by yourself making this right. And、uh, you know, I come from a similar background. You know, I I, I am、uh, primarily in envi- environment design. And yeah, for a few times, I think you you kind of hear these stories like you're always trying to start your own thing with people, and then people just are not as reliable. And a lot of the times when these projects start, is that they don't、uh, see eye to eye to you. They don't put as much dedication, and so it's. Super inspiring to hear a story such as yours, where you're、uh, doing this by yourself and, and able to kind of deliver on your own vision in a timely manner, right? Very, very timely manner. What advice do you have for people out there who are constantly trying to get their own thing going?、Um, do you have an advice for people who are? Frustrated with a lot of people around them that are not as dedicated, and do you just say, "Hey, man, if you have something that you want to do, you should do as much of it as you can、uh, before asking for help." Ah, you 发展这个游戏的故事真的很不可思议。你一个人做出来这么啊。Uh, 
厉害的游戏、嗯，真的很不可思议，很厉害。嗯、所以我们想问问看，你有没有什么意见可以给别的呃别的发展者，或者是单独发展者跟你一模一样的呃，现在在一个很困难的地方，或者是不知道要怎么往前走，因是因为他们现在跟一个对。呃，一个发展队没有跟他们一样的呃想象者，或者是有什么问题，你有什么好的建议可以给他们，或意见给他们？嗯嗯，呃，首先，呃，对于独立游戏开发的话，我个人认为，呃，抛开技术层面来说，最主要的是，呃，能去坚持自己做的一些事情，因为，呃，我有看过很多在中国的独立游戏开发者。他们和我一样，在2011年就进入了游戏开发。他们当时也是在网络，我和他们有一些结交，但是他们在最终没有能坚持去做下来。所以说，在这方面，我认为除了技术来说，也最好去坚持自己的一个游戏开发的一个工作。所以就是呃。尽量能去把游戏给做完，这个是最好的，因为做到一半，呃，就销声匿迹的游戏，呃，非常多。然后其次，呃，像技术方面的话，就是可能是呃，建议去选择一些是适用于自己自身能力的一些游戏引擎，像呃，像我可能是美术的话，就会偏向于用 Unreal。如果是程序偏向程序开发者的话，会更推荐他们使用呃 Unity 3D 或者是呃 Unity 5 Unity 5然后这一块的话是在引擎方面的作用。其次是我在前面回答的一些内容的一些呃一些软件，就他们呃在画面上，它能帮助呃你能快速的达到一些呃3 A 游戏的一些效果，然后在动画上。呃，你又可以节约时间去做角色的呃脸部动画，你又能快速的去呃使用那些软件制作一个角色的模型，对，所以说就是独立开发者要呃善用这些软件会更好一些帮助。呃，最后的话就是还是想说，就是在开发呃初期可能呃建议先做一个 demo 去。进行游戏的曝光，而不是呃一次性把游戏做完。当然，坚持做完这个是刚刚说过了，只是说呃，对于想验证你的游戏是否好玩这一块，还是建议可以先从做一个十分钟的 demo 进行一个下手啊，之后可以发布到网上呃，看一下玩家对你游戏的评价。如果非常好的话，我建议可以去坚持把它做完。对，但是如果反馈不是非常好的话，呃，有可能你会认为是不是自己的开发方向错误啦，或者怎么样，就可以进行一些修改。对，然后这这三步我认为是比较重要的。呃、uh, ，one of the biggest things I've seen in the industry, I think, especially with independent developers, is that perseverance of what. Uh, you believe your creative vision to be, or what you want to make this game to be.、Uh, too many, too often, I see individuals who are in the industry who just don't have that perseverance or give in too easily to changing their vision or changing what they want.、Uh, being persistent and really just keeping your head down, just making that game. Don't just leave it half done. Don't just kind of leave it as a half measure. 
and to really utilize uh, all the incredible programs that are available to a independent developer or individual developer, uh, programs that really kind of support the skill set that that developer may have or even making up for the areas that developer may not be an expert in, but still allowing them to create a triple A title because of the different programs that support all these um, aspects of the development cycle. And lastly, really being able to make some sort of demo or early access or proof of concept even to at least get some sort of kind of uh, response from it, whether that is uh, your own personal response to how you feel about how the game feel plays and feels and runs, or even a fan perception to see if they are receptive to if it's fun or if they enjoy it. And that way you can have something to kind of uh, either motivate you or to improve upon. So uh, really those three steps are, I think are the best pieces of advice I can give as far as the uh, development goes. Well, uh, in, in, in accordance with steps. So let's just take uh, me for example, right? I come from environment design primarily and I have an idea. Uh, and if you can give me some kind of blueprint or direction, and a lot of it has to do with the game idea, but what is the next natural step for me to learn? Uh, and what software do you think is the best uh, for me to kind of realize my vision? Would it be characters? Would it be effects? Would it be uh, the blueprinting? What would you say? And, you know, please share your own personal experience of what you think is the next step that leads to the next step to finally like a, a demo and then finally to a game. Uh,嗯呃从美术开始的话呃刚开始的话是首先像佛罗秀佛罗秀这款软件的话它呃是最基础的一款就个人认为它可以帮助你去处理很多的一些贴图啊或者是说游戏角色的一些处理啊这一个是最基础
呃，前面是二 D 血版，然后三 D、三 D Max， 然后像玛雅、玛雅或者是一些呃其他的一些 Blender 那些软件都可以进行呃一些三 D 建模上的一个学习，这个是最基础的。然后到然后之后就学到了渲染器，像三 D Max 的 V Ray 渲染器，或者是啊玛、呃、雅的那个 Anod Anod 渲染器，它可以帮助你练习灯光。然后这一块是。做3 D 最主要的一个过程吧，就是你会的建模，你还会灯光。呃 ，V Ray 也可以训练你的材质，就是 Material 材质。嗯，然后最后再学习游戏的编程，就是进入 Unreal Engine 中学习它的一个呃 C 加加语言，或者是如果是用 Unity 的话，可以学一些其他的，像 Java 呀、C Sharp 都可以。然后,然后之后。再建议学游戏的理论知识，就是首先你得有技术，然后再去学习理论会更好一些。就例如呃关卡设计、level designer 以及呃游游戏的一些优化，像呃 TA 啊，就我们说的那个技术美术嘛 ，technology arts， 然后这一块的话是最后需要学的。对，这样的话。会更好的去帮助你去做游戏。首先你要有技术，然后再谈去做游戏。对。呃、uh, ，one of the biggest things is really starting from the ground up in terms of making sure you have the well-rounded skill set and、uh, know all the programs in terms of、um, kind of even the basics, like starting with Photoshop, After Effects, 3D Max, Maya, Blender. And starting from there with the kind of the groundworks of knowing how to work with those basic、um, programs and skills before really moving into Unreal to kind of making sure you have the、uh, the groundwork done in terms of being able to just create some sort of product.、Um, once you have those skill sets and once you're able to develop those particular、um, areas, that's when you can start thinking about. What game mechanics you want to include, the level design, and those particular aspects. But really, a big part of it is making sure you have the groundwork and the foundation done in terms of knowing how to work with all the nitty gritty、uh, kind of little bits that you want to utilize when it comes to the larger aspect of it. And when you get to the larger aspect of it, then you can start thinking about the、uh, actual gameplay, the level design through Unreal and through、um, kind of really planning that out. Fantastic, man! And、uh, you know we are at the hour mark. I just want to say thank you for coming on the show, and I, I just want to really share my thoughts here. I've been in the industry for a long time, and、um, the last four or five years, the the tools and softwares that you're speaking of have become better and more accessible for indie developers and、um, a smaller team to create. On par, AAA quality, which Bright Memory is definitely there, and you guys, you Zeng, you scare me because that is、uh, that is the the end result. I think because of all these programs being more available, I, I think you're representing a new generation of game developers that are、uh, gonna pretty much. Uh, compete with AAA games.、Uh, at least we're on that path, and you're a huge inspiration story for all the viewers out there. But very much myself, because like you, I am at that point where I'm frustrated with waiting for finding the right people, and、uh, it's something like what I'm seeing with Bright Memories. Like you know what? If you really want it, it proves a lot to see how far you can go as. 
a solo developer before asking for help. And for me, seeing what you did just shows me that you can pretty much just do it yourself. <laughs> and just if if uh, if you do it right, people will come to you and uh, you don't have to always wait around, which I feel is the killer for all uh, games. Um, with that, I know that's a lot to translate, but I'll end it with this. Uh, I also want to uh, give the mic over to you, Zhang, uh, to promote, to give attention to, to tell people where to go and find you on Twitter, all that uh, as people are 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 to- totally glued into now. 好真的谢谢来跟我们到这个上跟我们讲一下你的游戏啊你发展这个游戏一个人单独发展真的实在太不可思议这两三年出来的这些你讲的软体真的让做游戏的这个工作比较简单可以做出来这么厉害的三 给你一点时间，让我们知道一下，再可以哪里可以买到这个游戏，在啊要可以介绍一下你的Twitter或者是什么东西要跟我们讲一下，介绍一下。嗯，好的，呃，像目前《Breath Memory》在Steam和GOG
Well, uh, Zhang, I want to thank you for coming on. And of course, Kevin, for being our awesome translator. This is the first for Game Dev Unchained. And uh, I think it went pretty well. We had a rough start. But I want to thank you guys both for uh, coming on to the show. And uh, this is it. Thank you, guys. Please check out all the information in the links below. Uh, and uh, definitely checking out if you are just listening to the podcast. It's worth your worth your click to go over there and check out Bright Memory and see what this young man has delivered to the world and make you all feel so lazy and bad about yourself. All right. Thanks. Thank you, guys. Thank you for listening to today's episode. If you are liking the podcast, go to the Apple iTunes store and give Game Dev Unchained a five-star rating. This will help spread the joy and love and exposure for the podcast, and we thank you very much. If you want to continue the conversation, go to our Discord, which can be found on our website, www.gamedevunchained.com. You can also follow me on Twitter at BlueChamps, B-L-U-C-H-A-M-P-S. You want to catch these episodes live every Tuesdays and Thursdays, go to twitch.tv forward slash blue underscore champs. Email me any of your concerns or questions that you want me to read aloud at the beginning of each episode at info at gamedevunchained.com. And if you want to further support us and help unlock the next feature, which is the voicemail future, go to patreon.com forward slash blue champs this gives listeners a chance to kind of call in leave a message for both me and the guests to answer your deepest darkest questions and comment on your deepest darkest secrets thank you everybody